You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Dr. Kinney Show. This week, you have the pleasure of listening to me, and I'm going to be talking about the interplay between stealth infections or pathogens, and I'll talk a little bit more about what those are, and the endocrine system, so your hormones. This is a really important topic, and it's something that I spend a lot of my time talking about in my one-on-one visits with my patients, because you can't really treat one or the other without looking at both of them. So oftentimes I get women that come in and they're like, something's going on with my hormones. My hormones are out of balance. They know it's hormones. They maybe don't know what hormone. They don't know if it's their thyroid or maybe their sex hormones, their estrogen and progesterone, or maybe their adrenals. And they don't feel right. And they're sitting in front of me and they're like, I've tried several things. I maybe did seed cycling. I've tried taking Don Quai. I've tried taking, you know, certain supplements and some things, and they're not really seeing the results. And so I go through my line of questioning and typically one of my major important things that I ask is, hey, have you ever had a tick bite? Or did you ever have Epstein-Barr virus? Did you ever have mono as a kid? Or has anyone checked you for what we call stealth infections? And sometimes they'll look at me and go, why would this have anything to do with, you know, I've got problems with my hormones. So this is a really important thing to make sure that your doctor's been checking you for. If you have any sort of hormonal imbalance and you haven't had a full workup for certain infections like Lyme disease, like Epstein-Barr virus, you definitely need to do so. And I'm going to explain why, because I think it's really important to understand why. Oftentimes, my patients that have some sort of hormonal dysregulation or hormonal imbalance or adrenal fatigue or thyroid disorder, a lot of times they also have some sort of chronic low-grade infection that's been the thing that's wreaking havoc on their hormones. Now, When I look at someone's hormonal picture, I'm going to obviously be looking at their thyroid. I'm going to be looking at their estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, all of the sex hormones. And I'm also going to be looking at their adrenal hormones, so cortisol, DHEA, those types of things. Now, we know that stress, and I talk about this a lot on the show and in my content, stress affects your hormonal balance. And stress can look like a lot of different things. We can have external stressors, which might look like your job or your relationship or, you know, your kids or the pandemic or any of these things that are happening outside of our body. Stress can also look like something that's going on inside your body that your body doesn't like. Now, this could be several different things, but for this episode, I'm going to be talking specifically about infectious level stress. So if you have Lyme disease or if you had COVID, and if anyone who's had COVID, you can attest to the fact that your whole body feels off and sometimes for several months afterwards. So anything that's living in your body that shouldn't be there, it's going to take up a lot of your body's energy. And when I use my kind of quote unquote energy analogy, I talk about you know cortisol being the body's currency in which it does things. Your body's going to use a lot of cortisol if you have any sort of infection going on. The cortisol is what tells the immune system to go and kill things. Cortisol is what kind of gives the body that cellular energy to kick the infection out of those cells and get rid of it. So 
you're going to have a higher need or higher adrenal output when you have any sort of infection going on. So if this is happening, and oftentimes I'll get these patients that will sit in front of me and they'll say, I ask them what their stress level is like, and they'll say, you know, my life really isn't that stressful. They'll say, you know, I have a couple of kids. I really like my job. I have a, you know, I have a really great marriage or a relationship that I'm in. And they'll say, I don't understand why I feel this way because my stress levels don't seem that high. And when I hear that, that's usually a major flag to me that says, okay, we need to go look and see if there's any sort of underlying infection that could be causing an internal stressor to the body. So again, if you have any sort of hormonal imbalance, really important to ask your doctor to do a full infectious workup. And when I say infectious workup, clearly you're not having some sort of acute infection that's life-threatening. These are what we call low-grade or stealth pathogens. So the ones that I typically check for are Lyme disease, which it's not a virus, but it kind of is a, it's a bacteria that acts a little bit like a virus. So Lyme disease and there are several other tick-borne pathogens which are important to test for. So there's Babesia, there's Ehrlichia, there's Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Those are the main ones that I typically check for. And then there are some viral infections that are really important to screen for. So Epstein-Barr virus is probably the most important one that I see in my patients. It is the virus that causes mono. It is a member of the herpes family virus. So once you get it, you never completely get rid of it. It's always going to be in your system at hopefully a low level. So the immune system will keep it in check. If your immune system comes down for any reason, let's say some sort of other stressor, like you get COVID or there's a pandemic or you go through a divorce or you go through a move or you lose your job or any sort of major external stressor can cause the immune system to go down a bit, which can then cause that Epstein-Barr virus to reactivate and start using up a lot of those hormonal resources, if you will. So it's really important to have a full Epstein-Barr panel done. We look at the IgM viral capsid antigen, and so that's looking at your acute reaction to it. We look at the IgG viral capsid antigen. We look at the IgG nuclear antigen, and then we look at something called the IgG early antigen. So when you get all four of those levels tested, you are able to actually tell, is this virus something that I had in the past? Is it something that's currently active? So if you get that full panel done, your doctor will be able to sit down and be like, hey, I think we figured out what's at the root cause of making your hormones be out of whack. You've got this reactivated Epstein-Barr virus. We're going to put you on an antiviral protocol, which is going to then allow your hormones to come back into balance on their own. So anyways, I went a little off track there, but again, talking about the importance for checking for these things and why it's so important when you have hormonal imbalances. So back to the labs to check. We want to look at Lyme. We want to look at Epstein-Barr. There is another virus called cytomegalovirus that is another member of the herpes family. It's not a great one to have. So you want to make sure we're screened for that. There's another one called human herpes virus number six. So that we call it HHV6. It's again in that herpes family virus. I typically will check for herpes zoster, which is the virus that causes shingles. Sometimes you can have what we call internal shingles where you don't get a rash. Most of the time in shingles, you will get the you know, very hallmark shingles rash. You'll, you'll typically are aware if you have shingles. But the, the kind of sort of scary thing about Epstein-Barr cytomegalovirus and HHV6 is that you don't always have any overt symptoms that virus is currently active or causing a problem. Sometimes it can literally be you have major hormonal imbalances. So again, really important to just get these things tested for and screened for. So those are the big ones that I test most of my patients for. There are other ones that I'm not going to go into. Obviously, that would be a case-by-case -case basis, you know, based off of history and things like that. But so really important to have your doctor look at those things. If your 
trying to balance your hormones and things are not quite moving in the way that you would like them to be. So that's kind of looking at, you know, if you're presenting with hormonal issues and you're trying to work on that, it's really important to understand and to know, do we need to be doing any sort of infection cleanup in order to get those hormones back into balance? Kind of looking at it from the flip side, sometimes people will come into my office and they already know, hey, I had mono or I know I, you know, I just got tested. My Epstein-Barr virus is, is in a crazy reactivated state or I just got diagnosed with Lyme disease and they're on an antiviral or you know, a Lyme protocol. Awesome. That's where we want to start. And sometimes they will start to have symptoms of their hormones you know, not doing so well. So it's also important when you're undergoing any sort of infectious or stealth pathogen treatment to make sure that your hormones are being checked. Sometimes people will, they have the hallmark symptoms of Lyme. You know, they get headaches, they get the joint pain, they get the fatigue. Maybe you have the bullseye rash and you go in and you're taking your doxy and maybe you're doing a little bit of, you're doing a Lyme protocol, but no one's looked at, hey, what is this actually doing to your hormones? What is your cortisol doing? What's your DHEA doing? What's your estrogen progesterone doing? So there can be some kind of things that go hand in hand with that protocol that can help make sure that the, not the fallout, but the the sequelae after the Lyme treatment or after the Epstein-Barr protocol, that your body doesn't struggle as much on that hormonal end. So the point of this episode is for me to really hone in on this message that it's important that you're getting checked for both of these things. So if you've got hormonal issues, make sure you've ruled out stealth pathogens or some sort of infectious underlying internal stressor that's going in your body. If you are undergoing a treatment for some sort of stealth pathogen or Lyme disease or some sort of infection, or even if you're dealing with COVID, I've been seeing this a lot in my patients that have had COVID some anywhere in the last three to six months, that their hormones are now not doing so well. Their hair's falling out. Their periods are off. Their bleeding's really heavy. Their mood has changed. They're having heart palpitation. You know, they're having kind of these weird sequelae. They're not having COVID symptoms anymore. But again, if we think about it like this, you know, COVID is a major, major internal stressor. It uses up all of your resources. And so then the body tends to have lower cortisol stores, which can then bleed over and start to affect your levels of testosterone, your levels of DHEA, your levels of progesterone. And that can start to cause a slight imbalance in the sex hormones. And, you know, sometimes when we're fighting an infection and we have to raise the body temperature up. So if you had COVID and you had to have a fever, that can sometimes put a little stress on your thyroid because thyroid is what thyroid and your adrenals are the two main components that dictate what your body's basal metabolic rate is going to be, which dictates the body temperature. So you know, if we if you had a fever for a long time while you had COVID, one, that's good. That means your immune system is responding well and you've got that ability to raise a fever, but it also puts a little stress on those two components of the hormonal system. So if you're struggling post-COVID and no one has checked your hormones, talk to your doctor about getting your hormones checked because there might be something a little bit off that maybe that needs to be addressed in order to get your system back into balance. I think adrenal support is, I'm seeing that a lot of people are needing a little extra adrenal support in the months post-COVID. And this goes for Lyme, this goes for any sort of stealth pathogen or major infection like COVID would be. So any sort of internal stressor, again, is going to have an effect on that hormonal system. So make sure your doctor is running these tests and talking about testing you know if you're if you're wanting to get a full kind of hormonal workup what that would look like would be a full thyroid panel which would be tsh free t3 free t4 t3 uptake reverse t3 thyroid antibodies make sure all those are done you also might want to have your iodine checked too because low iodine can put you more risk for thyroid issues i have a lot of episodes on thyroid health if you want to check those out if you're interested in more in-depth thyroid information two 
So the second part of a hormonal workup would be your sex hormones. So we want to look at estradiol. We want to look at testosterone, free and total. We want to look at progesterone. We want to look at DHEA, which is the precursor molecule to cortisol. We want to look at a morning cortisol. Depending on what's going on, if you have acne or other things, you may want to look at androsinodione. And if you're in perimenopause, menopause, or any sort of estrogen shift, you may also want to have estrone checked, which is the weaker form of estrogen that tends to be more dominant during menopause, and potentially estriol, which is another form of estrogen, which tends to be present mostly during pregnancy, but can also be present during other phases. So those are the sex hormones that we want to have checked. Also, I left off your luteinizing hormone and follicle-stimulating hormone. If you are a female, you want those. If you're male, you also want that same panel. You can have your testosterone, your estrogen levels, and your progesterone levels checked because they're not as important for a male, but they are important. Men have estrogen, men have progesterone, not in the same levels as women, and they're not fluctuating throughout the month, but important to get those checked. And for ladies listening, if you are getting your hormones checked, please make sure your doctor is checking them at the appropriate time. Most of the time when we're looking at just general hormone balance and we want to see particularly what your progesterone and estrogen levels are, like the ratio looks like, you want to have your levels tested on day 21 of your cycle. That's on a 28-day cycle. If your cycle is a little bit longer, you may push that out. It's usually about seven days before your bleed. So if you're averaging about a 35-day cycle, you may want to test these levels on day 28. This is typically when your progesterone levels are peaking. And particularly when we're trying to look at how your hormones are going to be playing around with what's going on from an infectious perspective, that progesterone level is going to be really important. So you want to be testing progesterone at that time in your cycle when it should be its highest. Because if it's really low at that point, that gives your practitioner some information about what to do and how to rebalance the body. So make sure you're going during the right time. So we talked about thyroid, we talked about sex hormones, and the last piece is we want to look at your adrenal hormones, and I kind of included that in there. So your cortisol, that morning cortisol, and your DHEA are the two main things that I test through blood. There are other specialty tests if we're really trying to get nitty-gritty and we know that the adrenals are the issue and we're trying to parse out what the best treatment plan is. There are testing options where you can do a four-point cortisol so this is typically done through urine or saliva. You will test your cortisol levels first thing in the morning, a couple hours after you wake, in the afternoon, and before sleep, sometimes in the middle of the night if you wake up. And that gives us more of a complete picture about what your cortisol levels are doing throughout the day. There's a great test called the Dutch test that does that and tests some other hormones. So that can be an option. But I typically, with my patients, will start with blood work that's covered by insurance. So we'll start with the panels, the thyroid panel and that hormone panel that I mentioned if you're someone who's undergoing an infectious treatment and stuff is not feeling that great, or like I said, if you're post-COVID and stuff's not feeling that great, really important to have these things checked. And then once you get that information, figuring out what the plan, what the best plan to do that, what the best time to do with that. So if you're in that situation, if you've had all this testing done, you're like, okay, now what do I do? This is when you're going to make sure you're working with a provider that you trust, that supports you, that has your agenda and your best interests in mind. And you figure out what the best plan is. And if you're in a situation where, you know, and I talk about this a lot on the show, if you're not feeling like you trust your provider or you're not getting the support that you feel that you need or you feel that their agenda is different, it's time to find a new provider. You know, life is too short and particularly your health is important. So make sure that you're working with someone that has your back. And I, I talk about this on probably every episode, but it's so important for your body's ability to heal, to have that trust with your provider. And if you don't have that trust, maybe you've worked with someone for a couple of years and you're not feeling it anymore, it's okay to go work with another provider. 
it's okay to have several providers. You know, it's, it's okay to have a team. I think I just recorded, I don't know when this that episode will air, but with Dr. Dana Cohen and we were chatting about sometimes when you have chronic stuff, you've got Lyme and you've got hormonal imbalances and you've got you know some other chronic issues. You're probably going to need a team of people. You know, you're going to need an integrative doctor. You're going to maybe need a naturopath, maybe an acupuncturist, maybe a Reiki practitioner. You need a lot of support. So don't be scared of having multiple practitioners and don't be scared of going in there, going into a visit and saying, this is what I want and this is what I need. It's really important to be your own advocate in a lot of these cases. So I think that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. If you haven't already and you're a listener of the show, please go leave me a review. I love getting the reviews and it just helps get the word out to more people. And that's my mission is to get all of this information to as many people as possible so we can move the world to a healthier place. So thanks everyone for listening. I'll see you next week. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Dr. King Show. Be sure to follow the show and leave a rating and a review. It supports me so much. Plus, I always love hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.